Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead. Take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. October is when uh, Sodi's birthday is. In fact, Sodi's birthday is on Halloween, and he has been over in the subcontinent scaring the bejesus out of Pakistani batsmen, and now he joins us out of India. G'day, Ish. How are you? G'day, guys. Mate, how was uh, how was the uh, Karachi experience for you? But uh, a little bit unusual playing all the games at the one ground. Yeah, no, it's pretty good. Like, I mean, in saying that, being at the one place for a long time is pretty unique. But I guess from a spin bowling perspective, it's quite nice because the block just kept wearing out as the, as the tour went on. And you got to love that, mate. You got to love that. How many how many times did you take unnecessary runs when you did have the bat in your hand just to scuff things up a bit outside a leg? <laughs> yeah, no, I actually got warned a few times when I was bowling to I was running down the wicket and I was like, am I doing that on purpose or is it just my instinct kicking in? Mate, you know, from a New Zealand fan point of view, it's just great to see a New Zealand test team with more than one spinner in it, of course. Uh, and, you know, we had uh, one of those tests in um, in Pakistan, I think it was at the second test, where we named three spinners and they only named one, which was which was really interesting. It's certainly, uh, certainly one for the ages. That How would you find the conditions? Yeah, it's... Um, definitely quite unique and uh, it was really exciting obviously to be part of a I guess a spin bowling unit from New Zealand going over to the subcontinent I guess you know territory that we probably haven't had before and and haven't had the luxury to be able to play you know three spinners at once uh, for a long time and I guess it was just a it was really really enjoyable to be out there with with guys that were super experienced like AJs and then you know a guy like Michael Brace who hasn't been bowling spin for a, a very long time in professional cricket and then and then I was there sort of with a with a new run-up so we were relatively inexperienced but we definitely bounced off each other well. Yeah, tell us about the new run-up, because this is something that uh, Gary Stead uh, told us about last year, you know, as to why you hadn't gone to that Chapel Hadley series, because you were working on something. Um, how's that new run-up changed for you, and what has it done for you? Yeah, it was just like, so, I suppose, towards the back end of last season, I felt like, uh, you know, I couldn't quite get the energy I wanted on the ball, and I remember sort of being in a net session with Kyle Jamison over the winter, and I just felt like he had too much time, and, and I kind of, like, decided it was something I wanted to try out. Um, running in and bowling and it was something I wanted to do when I was really young sort of you know I sort of fell into that trap of trying to copy Warney um, you know like <laughs> probably what a lot of leggies did back in the day and so um, I guess it's something that's probably a bit more authentic to me you know using my attributes you know reasonably tall big guy and and just trying to create a bit more presence at the crease and, and so that was a big part of what I tried to do last winter. Yeah well mate so long as when you're you know sort of aping Warney it's all about flight and guile and not about the the B&H special filters and the forex. Oh, it's certainly um, changed now. I think, um, you know, spin bowling these days, as soon as you, you operate with a bit of flight and guile, especially when you come from like six foot two, six mm-hmm. foot three, like I am, um, you know, the ball can get a little bit floaty and up there. So it's more about sort of hitting the deck hard. Yeah. I mean, and the other thing is because you're running in faster to generate more pace and give the batsman less time, uh, what did that mean for you in terms of a training regime? Did you find that you, you, you had to do more on the fitness side of things to be able to deliver that consistently? Yeah, definitely. Um, you know, I make no bones about it. I think like over the last wee while, having the lack of Red Bull cricket that I've had um, during that test series, it was certainly a bit of a wake-up call in terms of how much more 
um, I guess physically exerting it is. Uh, you know, I've, I've been walking into bowl ever since I started bowling leagues when I was 12 years old. So, you know, it's 18 years of walking in and, you know, all of a sudden decided running in was the best option. And um, it's, it's certainly going to take a bit of time to understand what my body needs. But um, but it's, it's definitely been um, great to, I guess, see some results to show that it definitely is the way forward for me and uh, something I want to stick with for a long period of time so that that fitness regime becomes even more important. Yeah, and, and you went all right with the bat as well, mate, particularly that 65 that you scored. Um, you, you've certainly been able to tell the skip that he's, no, 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 skip, you, I'll, I'll get the pads on, you've got to wait, you've got to wait. <laughs> yeah, oh, well, you know, but I, I guess I... I reckon, you know, there's probably like a bit of an understanding there where like in white ball cricket, I think Tim's definitely got a bit ahead of me. Um, and, and hopefully in red ball cricket, I can sort of nip him to bat a little bit higher. But no, it was really good to, to spend some time out in the middle. Um, I had a really calm influence in Kane at the other end. And uh, I guess the pleasing thing for me was to, to be able to stick to a plan and a process for an extended period of time and um, and sort of contribute to to get us into a position that we could have won the test match. And it's a shame we couldn't win the test match, um, you know, the first one and the second one. I think we put ourselves in good positions. But I guess to come away with that ODI series victory, you know, first one in, in Pakistan since 1969 and, and first one in the subcontinent for a long time as well, I think it's just it's really pleasing to, to be able to go over there and achieve that. Now, we're looking at uh, back-to-back series in the subcontinent. Of course, you've got the Indians um, coming up starting tomorrow. And I think, I, if I'm uh, correct, I think we've won eight and lost 35 ODIs in our time there in the history of the Black Caps touring India. Um, what's the difference that you've struck so far between you know conditions in Karachi and conditions in India? Oh, I just think that... You know, we're probably a lot more accepting these days that, you know, when we do come over to these conditions, we've got to do things slightly differently. Like, um, I guess in the ODI series, the two games that we won, uh, we played three spinners. I mean, you know, I can't really look back in in history and see when we've come over, even to the subcontinent, played three three Kiwi spinners against, you know, teams that are, um, you know, very good at playing spins. So, So I guess now we've got the the guys to be able to fill those roles and you know that horses for courses thing really does work for us now we've got the depth um where india is slightly different you know i don't think the wickets are going to be uh generally as as sort of spin friendly i think they're going to be decent wickets um and probably offer a little bit more pace than what what we had in karachi so um we've definitely got the squad to be able to conquer those conditions and, and we should take a lot of confidence out of you know beating a pakistani side in their home conditions and there's no reason why we can't put on a couple of good performances here too yeah it's interesting you say that because i mean you know from the outside looking in i think you know pakistan um particularly of late they've really found some good pace bowlers and it almost felt like that they were relying on their pace rather than their spin. And so I, I guess I, I looked at it and thought, all right, well, it's going to be more pace-friendly conditions maybe in Pakistan than it will be in India. But you think it's probably going to be the other way around? Yeah, I mean, you know, the Karachi wickets in general, I think they were a little bit slower than perhaps a lot of us expected because, you know, again, like a lot of us grew up in that generation where, you know, a lot of the great Pakistani bowlers were fast bowlers and, you know, the conditions would somewhat suit them where they'd be hard and fast or, you know, even skiddy. But... Um, they were definitely a lot, a lot more on the slower side than we expected, and and I think, yeah, you know, as a whole, we adapted really quickly to those conditions, and and we were able to come away with a trophy, uh, you know, a hard-fought, drawn series, which, you know, you take it any other way, a game of inches, we could have won as well. So, um, the yeah, the big thing is coming over here now. I think, um, you know, the Indian Indian lineups a really strong lineup, uh, but we've got to take a lot of confidence into the way that we've been playing our our cricket recently, and um, 
you know, that tour in the subcontinent. So um, I think it was great preparation for this tour. Um, so we can definitely bank on some of those experiences. Yeah, and I, and I guess I mean, we've got an ODI World Cup coming up this year, which is going to be in these conditions, right? So this is very much an opportunity to put your hand up and cement your spot. Oh, absolutely. I think, um, you know, it's definitely always exciting when you've got a World Cup year and um, especially one in India. You know, playing cricket over here is just, it's amazing. You know, it's a huge privilege to be able to come over here and play cricket in a place where, you know, um, the sport itself is a religion. And, um, you know, some of the stadiums are, are generally packed out and it's a, a great atmosphere. So I'm really excited, especially for guys like Henry Shipley, who haven't played a lot in these conditions, uh, to be able to get that opportunity to soak it all in and, and have a good crack out there. And so, um, yeah, hopefully we can put on some good performances and, and you know get ourselves ready for that World Cup later in the year. Yeah, yeah, that's no, going to be good, mate. I'm interested to see uh, how the boys go, uh, how, how you go as well, because I guess that's the other thing. You know, we talk about uh, the subcontinent and how it's great for spinners, so we send spinners over there to play like we have. But you've also got to keep in mind that the, the, the team that's playing at home, uh, they're used to playing spin a lot more than maybe guys down here are. Oh, that's exactly right. And I think that that's what presents the biggest challenges. You know, these guys are... Are great at playing spin bowlers they've been you know played them ever since they were in the womb um so you know it's, it's nothing new for them uh, i guess for us to come over here it's just important to to be able to recognize that but also re- remember that we've got some great strengths that got us here as well and so you know often you can get caught in the trap by trying to bowl how you know successful indian spinners bowl in these conditions and and often neglect your strengths that have sort of got you here so i think that's the important thing is to be able to stick to those and, and try to try to do the best we can with our skill sets mm. and you got mitch santner obviously there as well now so you got mitch and yourself and and braces i mean it feels like you're the uh the attacking point of that triumvirate if you like you're the you're the wicket taker and they're there to maybe sort of try and suffocate players is that sort of the the game plan oh i'd say mitchell santa has been suffocating a you know many a batting lineup for a long <laughs> period of time now um and michael brace was coming mate you know like i was watching him bowl in that first odi and i thought christ this guy's only been really bowling in professional career for the last year and a half or two years and so to see how much he's grown over that time is phenomenal and i i think he's you know probably calling him a defensive bowler is probably a little bit unfair i think he's a very aggressive off spinner and you know, quite similar to like a Jeet and Patel used to be for Wellington for a long time and, and for New Zealand and also Warwickshire. So it's really great to see how he's come on. And, and I guess for me, it's just about, you know, keeping that wicket-taking mindset um, out there in mind. But I think it's also being able to adapt. Like during that ODI series, you know, Braces came to me and said, I think this is probably a, a pitch that we need to keep holding on and be defensive on and, and we'll get our wickets that way. So I guess it's cool to, to have that sort of conversation out there so you can s- sort of be able to adapt to roles um, as best as you can, but for me, definitely that wicket taking mindset's key. Yeah, it's got it's got to be key, um, uh, particularly in those conditions as well, mate. Because you know, I, I used to work uh, years ago with Simon Dool, and you know, he had uh, I mean, you know, he, he had a pretty good career, but he had he had uh, I think it was one innings, it might have been in, at the basin, I think, against India, where he took seven for ninety odd. And um, mm. after that, that, that kind of minted him in India. You know what I mean? And this was pre-IPL days, but he was getting invites to run bowling clinics and all sorts of stuff over there. So, I mean, it is it is a place where if you do well, it can it can set you up in a lot of ways commercially off the field as well. Yeah, I suppose, you know, it's, it's just, it just sort of comes with the territory. They love cricket over here. And, you know, the, the way that IPL has gone over the last few while, it's been a powerhouse for international cricket. And so coming over here, man, it's just a, a great buzz. Um you know, there's, there's a huge amount of passion for the game and, and to be able to, I guess, take the field as a New Zealand side is, is something that we definitely hold with a lot of pride and, 
and certainly don't take for granted. And another bloke that is over there, mate, and I don't know that he's going to play. I think he's more there for the T20s, but as 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 Blister Ben Lister out of Auckland, um, mm. you know, with no Trent around anymore, and with Wags more a Red Bull bowler, we probably are lacking uh, a left arm quick. Uh, what do you make of him? You reckon um, he's going to he's going to um, go right over in India? Yeah, he's certainly you know earned his spot. He's he's been bowling really well for Auckland for a for a decent period of time and keeps improving. I feel like he's probably put on an extra yard or two of pace, uh, which is great to see. He's he's quite a unique sort of left arm bowler. He's got the ability to sort of swing the ball away from a right hander, uh, and then be able to bring it back in as well, as opposed to the traditional sort of go in and in and then go away. So so it's something different, which is cool. Um, and I think T20 cricket's great for for guys like that to come and be able to express their skills and. And that little bit of point of difference always helps in those shorter formats. So, no, it's great to see that he's got his opportunity and we'll definitely welcome him with open arms and, and back him to the hill. Yeah, I mean, it just feels like, you know, at the moment, as I mentioned, with the guys that aren't there anymore, that, that maybe, you know, that, that left arm quick is something that uh, the Black Caps need in their arsenal that we maybe don't don't have access to all the time at the moment. Well, it's right. You know, it's it's we've been so blessed to have Trent for so long, um, you know, and he's obviously gone away and, and doing some great things on the international circuits, which is great, and it opens up opportunities for a guy like Ben, who, you know, has probably been been waiting in the wings for a wee while, and he's really excited to come in and try to do his best against a really exciting side. And, and like you say, you know, for young guys coming in and, and having the opportunity to play against, you know, a team like India in these conditions, it can definitely set up things for the future. And and so we'll definitely get get right behind him. Yeah, and in terms of uh, preparing for a series, you obviously watch tape on opposition batsmen as a bowling unit. Um, might I suggest you don't watch the last ODI? <laughs> Mate, honestly, like, uh, yeah, these guys, you know, the, the more highlights you watch, the more you get intimidated. So you just almost want to just sort of like get back and, and try to try to focus on your strengths. I mean, like that, like that, that innings that Surya Kumar Yadav played in the Mount Monganui still sticks in my mind, eh? <laughs> Yeah, I saw that because I watched the first uh, that the first ODI against Sri Lanka when Sri Lanka won, and you know India put on a good chase, and you know from I think they were five down for not very many, and they nearly nearly stole it. Uh, but and then it was one all, but they've been tight games, and then you know so you, you wake up the next morning they've scored three hundred and ninety for four, and you're thinking, oh, okay, okay, service is usual, just as just as the Black Caps roll into town. Yeah, I know, and you you think it was like a pretty flat wicket, but then they decided to bowl them out for about seventy odd. So they're running they're running hot, the Indians. Um, you know, and, and it's it's no better place to be. You want to take on the best in the world, and and you know we're we're coming off a really strong series in conditions that are very foreign to us. So now nah, we're we're definitely very confident as a group, and uh, and back everyone in this group to be able to to put on some good competition against these guys. Yeah, well, Ish, hey, listen, mate, I really appreciate your time. Thanks very much for, for having a chat, mate. Go well, and uh, best of luck for tomorrow and for the, the rest of the series while you're over there, eh? Cheers, brother. Take care, man. Yeah, you too, man. Ish Sodi there with us out of India, part of the new uh, Black Cap setup, uh, about to take on India in three ODIs and a couple of T20s as well. Uh, lots more cricket coming your way. That game gets underway tomorrow night.